Um, so the holidays are kind of dumb, as you would expect. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sounding so weird. Like I'm a, a game show host or something like that. Hey, you know, like ooh, it's so strange. How hot is it there? Are you dying? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, mm. I did laundry this morning at mm. like before eleven, and just mm-hmm. walking across the parking lot and coming back, I was disgusting. Oh no. Yeah. Thank goodness for oh, well. air conditioning. I guess. Thank goodness for air conditioning, and maybe it'll be, like, November soon. I remember that also, like, it was, like, Moya would get really hot, too, because, mm-hmm. like, up upstairs for you, because you yeah. would be, like, yeah. And I remember um, at the Taurus of Couches, like, I, I think I had my own window unit, because, yeah. like, the air conditioning would not reach the, nope. <laughs> the like, <laughs> attic, basically. It was, like, I'm not going to get up here. I don't think not I used happening. it very often. I like to not have to use it, but... I'm just a weirdo with air conditioning. Like, I won't turn it on if I don't have to. I'm just an absolute weirdo with, like, uh, environmental stuff. Mm-hmm. I've noticed I'm having to, like, tell my roommate that he can just yell at me when it's too much. <laughs> oh. I was like, will you be offended if I take stuff out of the trash and put it in the recycling? He's like, no. And I was like, okay. See, that's nice. <laughs> you know, y- yeah. You're communicating. Well, yeah. And you're environmentally conscious. So that's good. Yeah. I don't know why. It's all, this planet's going to explode anyway. That was well, something. Yeah. But you know, you're what doing what it? you can. My friend said something about humanity recently. And I was like, we had a good run. I, th- we, you know, we, we had a run. This, sh- this could be the last generation. It's all right. There was a run. It happened. <laughs> we, we jacked it all up. So we did. <laughs> we did. So what is the point? Um, yeah. Uh, do you want me to talk about the holiday for today? Yes. What is today's holiday? So it's kind of cool. Today is Buffalo Soldiers Day. Um, I think people who don't know who the Buffalo Soldiers were may be familiar with the uh, Bob Marley song, at least, called mm-hmm. Buffalo Soldier. But that's, I think, still doesn't really explain. But no. they do have a little bit about them on the National Day calendar, so I will read it. Buffalo's Sold Soul. Mm-hmm. not shoulders (laughs) buffalo soldiers day uh commemorates the formation in 1866 of the first regular army regiments comprising african-american soldiers um uh during the civil war of course obviously 1866 Uh, they were established by congress as the first peacetime all black regiments in the regular u.s army sorry i'm like kind of taking away some of the useless words in this and (laughs) making it so i can't even talk like they're kind of repeating themselves making it so i can't talk um mark matthews who is now buried at arlington national cemetery was the oldest living buffalo soldier at 111 years old when he died on september 6 2005 i remember when he died actually because it's near my birthday, too. Uh, the segregated regiments were disbanded during the 1940s and 1950s as the U.S. armed forces embraced integration. So, th- explaining this, guys, why this happened was because of segregation. So, like, this was all black. 
soldiers. And you can imagine that things were not equal treatment between the regiments. Um, On the first Buffalo Soldiers Day in 1992, a monument to the Buffalo Soldier was dedicated at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, by General Colin Powell. And there is a Buffalo Soldier Museum in Houston, Texas. So it's an interesting part of history just to be aware Mm of. People may not. Um, Oh, and there's actually an interesting picture they're buffalo soldiers um in, in sepia tone you know maybe i'll send this to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you can have the picture um yeah did you have a sugar baker moment this week i did so last weekend my mom and i did mother's day in july oh, i told her in yeah. may that i was gonna take her to mama mia for yeah. mother's day but it didn't come out until last weekend so she came down and i took her to alamo and we watched Mamma Mia, and we laughed, and we cried, and oh it was great. And we decided when it was over that we just wanted to stay and watch it again. <laughs> we didn't, but I we could, wanted to. I wouldn't to. be able to do it. It's too much emotions. I would. It's a lot of emotion. It. Yeah. Like oh god, like I was like like happy crying, but also like at at the at the end. I'm not gonna oh say my what's gosh. happening again, but that's where I was like, Is ugly it okay crying. Everyone, if I'm just like wailing right now, <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> like I decided to sit kind of in the front. We always also went that day. And I sat kind of towards the front of the theater, and I was like, okay, I was almost choking myself in order to not, like, sob. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, I had been crying, like, the entire movie. <laughs> just, like, I was, like, oh, me too. I was, like, I was just letting it happen, just weeping. Every, like, oh 10 gosh. or 15 minutes, something would happen, and I'd start crying again. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? I don't know. Like, I kind of... I really like it, but I may fast forward through a lot of parts when I own it or something. Yeah. You know? Like, it's yep. intense. I don't really know if I agree with some of the um or the the big decision that they made um mm-hmm. in, involving yeah. one of the characters I'm like mm, I don't really feel like that was necessary but yeah. so that kind of makes it harder for me <laughs> to mm-hmm. enjoy but it was a lot of fun and I really loved seeing the backstory and yes. what's happened to the characters 10 years on you know mm-hmm. that was weird to think it's been 10 years it, yeah, I was like, How? I didn't realize it had been quite ten years, and I was like, "Oh, okay." That's one reason I was crying because I was like, "Oh, it's, a lot has happened in that time." But you and your yeah. mom enjoyed it. We did. We had a really good time. She had like she liked Alamo, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was fun times. That's it's worth great. The wait. Worth <laughs> the wait. Um, was she coming down specifically for for that, or was she just yes. coming because she wanted to? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because when we planned it, I was like, I told her I could come to her if she wanted, but we had better movie theaters. And um, <laughs> yeah, does Alma have I the have... fancy seats? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Mm. So yeah, that's we, nice. We had a good time. Oh, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that you had fun with that. Um, hey. Have you watched the original since? No, that's like but what it is a lot of people did. I know that's yeah. the thing. It's that's what like, she did. She watched to. it the week before. Oh, cute. Yeah, I didn't yep. know a few. Uh, it's funny. There's some people at work that really like ABBA, and so like they don't like Mamma Mia. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Oh. Like, they, like they bastardized it. I'm like, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I I have had a lot of the soundtrack in my head since, I think, pretty much. Me too. And then it was on Amazon Music, which I got on Friday <sighs> for like a dollar for three months, so I've just been listening to the soundtrack. Yes. On Spotify share. too, I think, right? A share. Mm-hmm. 
I was not okay with Cher singing Fernando. Did I tell you that that is like the song oh my that gosh. got me into ABBA? You, like that was the song. You did. That was like, I can't handle Cher singing this song right now. It was so good. I love how ABBA songs are so strange. They, <laughs> like, yes. Like Waterloo, Fernando, like all these things. Yeah. Um, people just don't. <laughs> I love how someone's like, they were really like depressed. I'm like, yeah, they're like Scandinavian. That's what happens. <laughs> That's <laughs> what songs happens. come out of the melancholy. There's a <laughs> song called like, I think it's Scandinavian Melancholy was my um playlist that I listened to to get through grad school. Basically, every time nice. that I couldn't write anymore, I would turn it on and it would be kind of like Pavlovian, get me to write. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah. It Anything was awesome. else going Did on? You- I don't know. Not much. Just watching all Sandra Bullock's movies. That's the thing. Oh, that is kind of worth talking about. Have you had a favorite or one that you revisited and you're like, whoa, this is great? Um, they're all or awesome. All. Okay. I so it sparked it because I HBO Go has Practical Magic now, and so mm-hmm. I was looking for something to watch. I guess it was last Sunday, and I was like, ooh, I haven't seen that in like five years, and so I watched it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna rewatch all of these. Well, I'm skipping a few. Wow. Um, but for the most part, <laughs> you're having quite a range. Like, yeah, like Murder by Numbers and yeah, Hope Floats that. and The Proposal. Hate, the Proposal. Yeah. Gonna want Yaya Sisterhood. Um, in the what? middle of. Hold um, on. She's um, in Yaya Sisterhood? Huh? Yeah, she's like the. So, like, Who? they flash back to the Ashley Judd, but she's like the now person, like the daughter or whatever. Uh, oh. It's been a long time since I've seen I do it, but not yeah, she's like the, that. <laughs> the modern daughter or something. I think that was in um a a drought part of Sandy's career. Like I feel like she wasn't <laughs> doing as much stuff if she's just like slightly in Yaga sisterhood. Like, yeah. like no, like no. That's like post speed yeah. and post practical magic. Um, I'm in the middle of while you were sleeping right now. Oh, oh it's adorable. Oh my I mean, God, I've seen leaning. it, but it's been a long time. It's so good. Wait, are you going to watch Speed? Speaking of. Oh, yeah. Speed and Speed 2 Cruise Control. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Wait, wasn't she also in like The Net? Oh, yes. I might be watching The Net twice. I that. love that movie. <laughs> I know. One time I was like getting my oil change or something, and The Net was playing on like WGN on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I have not seen this movie in forever, and everything is outdated. This is yep. absolutely amazing. It was I'm going to so watch fun. The Net and order pizza online, which took her like <laughs> forever to do in the movie. It takes oh, me two seconds. Hon. Oh, man. <laughs> We can't jump into the, the episode just yet, but I do love the computer. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> I was like, what is that? We can hook them up. I was like, it's oh, no. As big as this whole room. <laughs> Anthony has like a hernia called Poor IBM. Anthony. Oh, man. Um, uh, I guess I'll run in through my sugar baker moments real quick, right? Yes, please Before tell us about your sugar baker moments. Well, the biggest one just walked out of the closet and looked at me, um, literally and physically. Uh, he, my cat. Is one of my dog. I think my dog's in here. I closed the door because my roommate came home. I didn't want to bug him. And I hope my dog is in my room. She may just be trapped outside wondering why she can't come oh, in. No. Um, but my parents brought my animals. They're retired Yay. and they were, they are retired and they were tired of taking care of them. And I now um, have a roommate situation and a housing situation where I can have animals. Yes. So 
they drove them across the country. And originally I had taken a day off, so I was going to meet them in Arizona, and then I was going to meet them in Barstow, and then they decided they're just going to come here. <laughs> and that we, so we, they did that. That's pretty amazing. I kind of mm-hmm. never knew how I was going to get my animals here because my cat is giant. He's 20 pounds. He's so big. he was going to have to be in like cargo or, so I had no idea how I was going to get this cat here. Um, and I didn't bring them originally because I didn't even know where I was going to live when I moved yeah. here. <laughs> I, had, I had absolutely nowhere to live for the first week, I think, that I lived here. Um, which isn't that bad. The people go a lot longer. Uh, yeah, but and I, I just got in a car and got over here. So I didn't bring my animals because I didn't know what was going to happen. And actually I had nowhere to live until now, almost a year later with them. So, um, uh, yeah, so my animals are here. That's the big sugar breaker moment. Yay. Um, and then with my parents coming, they hadn't been to Disneyland since I was a child, like a baby, like two years old. So they decided to go. We went on last Sunday and it was really fun. My, my parents are like, like old and decrepit is what they, how they would say it. But mm-hmm. they, we rented like scooters and it nice. was fun. Like my dad wanted me to have one too. So we can get like the front of line of things. I was like, A, none of us were going to ride rides anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Because like i don't really like drops anymore so i really like i do love i can't i do love um the haunted mansion is my favorite that was one that like before we left i was like i I saw that there was a parade happening and so the line for the haunted mansion was like 10 15 minutes and when i walked out it was like 45 minutes for the wait so i picked good timing and so when i saw that because you can see on the app how long the wait times are I like ran across the car, the park <laughs> with my my able legs and went and rode and came back. But otherwise, I may ride some of them now that like I have like blood pressure medication and stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe it was too scary last year and I was like falling in the pirates. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> giant death's going to kill me. Um, but uh, so that was a fun sugar baker moment. And then I took Franca hiking this morning. But Yay! it was like the first time I hiked at Griffith like she had to stop so many times I eventually carried her down uh because (laughs) she was like could not slow down her breathing I was like kept stopping and putting her like in the shade it's hot and sunny um so this summer may not be the best time for us to start hiking but we have all the rest of the time you know when it's really pleasant and stuff so uh we don't have to go right now um and one other thing so it's like all these things mainly animals i went to disney also got to go to largo again i went for listeners of the show i went and saw Patton and friends um in i think it was november yeah yeah it was november uh right after Patton oswald got married like the day after he got married to meredith salinger like half of his wedding party was in the audience and on the stage it was like the day before louis ck's uh big scandals dropped like people already kind of knew but it was like the day before that week where like so many people came out and i was like wow i probably saw his last show for a while if not ever um so strange because he was he was sorry he he was there i didn't say that um he was the big surprise guest that night um and i my heart goes out to the guy that (laughs) he he has been in so much trouble since um Mm -hmm. but uh not for what he did i'm really pissed at him about that i just mean yeah you know like it's just a shitty situation but anyway that was last time i went to largo that's a 
bit of a tangent, but I went this past Monday and for people who aren't from LA area, it's really funny. We're probably one of the only um, podcasts that have been based in like New York and LA where neither of us have anything to do with like entertainment industry. <laughs> apart from partaking you know but usually people like you know like listen to um i mean like all these there are plenty of podcasts that are where someone lives in la or new york and i've lived in both and but like there's reasons for it like either people grew up there or they're like connected to entertainment right isn't that, like part mm-hmm. of it usually no we just talk about yeah designing i women. think so <laughs> <laughs> but but nope, so we're just we're just these little weirdos but um for people who aren't familiar with largo the coronet they have really really amazing shows i mean like they've had ellen degeneres doing shows again recently and they'll only be like 30 dollars unless it's a uh uh fundraiser for something like brooklyn 99 just had a fundraiser and i think someone else did but they'll have like really really amazing stars come and the way it works is their box office opens usually about two hours before the show for seating and you go and line up unless you're there like right away there aren't that many people and you get your seat assigned and so it's like first come first serve and then then they open up about like an hour before the show for like if people want to go sit at the bar there's usually like musicians playing and then you go sit so first time I went very very nerve-wracking that I was like I only have I had only been here a couple months I didn't know like how to get there i used i think i lived closer to to it than i do now maybe not maybe i'm closer now um i didn't know how even how to get there where to park there was this thing about you can't take any video or pictures during the show at all so they even told you to like on the website to like leave your cell phones in the car and just all these things totally freaked me out (laughs) it's like all these rules and stuff i was like i don't know what to do um but luckily I went and kind of figured out the system. So this time I had it all worked out that I was going to go like right after work since their um, box office was opening at six. I was going to go right f- straight from work and get my ticket. And I asked him because I'm a, a larger lady. I asked for an aisle. So I got second row on the aisle. Nice. So that was really cool. I wouldn't have won it first row actually. So I'm glad he did that. And um, and then and it was like I got there like all right, right at six five. And then I um, came home and hung out and changed out of work clothes, walked my dog. And then I went back for the 8.30 show. And I got home with by like 10. So it was like a perfect, nice. it was not bad for, because I was worried about like a Monday night. I was on mm-hmm. call the next night. Uh, what I went to go see, because there's so many shows I want to see. I want to see Tig and Friends. I want to see uh, Nick Kroll does shows sometimes with Friends. And so... One thing that people do with Largo is they kind of use it to try out new material. Um, they they do it to kind of like stand up comedians use it as a space to kind of work out, you know, their their jokes mm-hmm. and stuff. And so you have really amazing people show up and uh, musicians as well. So what I went to was uh, Paul Shear and friends, and uh, I didn't know at all what this was, and I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, well, I am, of course, allowed to say, but they like for things to be kind of secretive, and so what happens is he always has a panel, and they bring an item, and they're going to tell us the story behind the item, and the panel this time was uh, the musician Ben Lee, 
uh, comedian Retta um, and actors uh, Jerry O'Connell and um, Casey Wilson were the groups. And it was really fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went because like I, re- I like Casey Wilson, Ben Lee. I've like heard like some stuff I hadn't done, but really like I love Retta and I yes. love Jerry O'Connell. Um, and, uh, sometimes I like talk to him on Instagram and stuff Mm -hmm. and like, yeah, one time, one time when my Instagram was still, um, public, he came and liked like a bunch of stuff and like commented and I was like, what happened? Um, I think, I think it was connected to, I had made a comment that he was like the human equivalent of a golden retriever. And also he like has been in a show with someone that like I slightly know. And I think it was around the time that I had like been in a picture with that person or something like that um so I don't know Jared Connell I just love so yeah it was really fun and I definitely want to go back and now that I've kind of figured out the system of like yeah it'll be how easier. to park and how to get there and everything it's totally f- fun because yeah there's the and I also want to see how did this get made there yes. at some point I'm gonna try to hold out and see if there's one that June will be there I just need to yeah. see um, it was ugh, it was killing me. June Diane Raphael is married to Paul Shear, and he was talking about taking her to Comic Con. <laughs> it was so funny. I love it so much. So there are my all of my moments. I'm sorry, guys, to catch up. <laughs> a lot has happened since we have yeah. recorded. Yeah. Well, because last night, I mean, last week we didn't even record because I went to freaking Disneyland like a jerk. Nope, you're not a jerk. I also you did went to get Disney. It. It's Disney. I got a um, I got hooked up with the SoCal resident pass. Um, yes, because like that day the down payment was equivalent to a day pass. So my mom's like, "Well, why don't I just do the down payment and you do the monthly payments because they're really really small?" And I mm-hmm. said, "I mean, they're like eighteen dollars. Like it's fine." So um, I said yes <laughs> as long as I promise myself <laughs> I'll go like at least four more times or something like that yeah. in a year. Then it'll be great and it gets me to take more days off of work which i need to do every now and then just to go yep need a break yeah so that'll that's another sugar breaker moment that's kind of fun okay so much would you like to talk about this week's episode yeah what do we watch this week okay oh shoot let me grab the um (laughs) the little thing from you know that place that i get my information from the uh, it's got a storm. Was it? Oh, is it really? I hear thunder. You should watch A Quiet Place and have the storm and freak your nuts off. Oh, that's another thing I, I did. Know. I watched A Quiet Place last night. We can't talk about any more sugar maker moments because we've reached our quota. But <laughs> I saw that last night and I highly recommend it for people. I've not heard one bad thing from anybody that I trust. Or well, anybody yeah. really, but especially the people that I trust about movies. Like, no yeah. one has said anything. Yeah, it's not emotionally Bad. manipulative. It doesn't talk about humans being the real monsters. It's that pisses actually, me off. <laughs> I, I know. That's why I was waiting for that for you. I was like, <laughs> please don't do that. Um, it actually is not gory. They Most of the stuff Ooh, is off camera. Bonus. I know. There's like some blood, but like it isn't like gory. And it's so atmospheric. It's amazing. So watch that. Um, to this week today this week we watched season Mm -hmm. five episode three so excited that we're in season five uh, which is called working mother it first aired october 1st 1990 and tv guide says the decorators cater to the whims of a rich 10 year old client uh, played by lexi randall as mary joe and charlene ponder the joys and pitfalls of working mothers 
Adam is the guy who <laughs> fills in eventually, and his name is actually Adam Carl. <laughs> oh, lovely. And he reminded me a little bit of the dude that's on, I mean, so many 90s things, but a little bit the dude that's on Workaholics that has, like, the fluffy, um, he has, like, curly hair, but he puts in a ponytail sometimes. Like, his facial structure reminded me a little bit of him. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, the, I gotta look up that child actress. I remember so much from the she, 90s. Yeah, she looks very familiar. Yeah. Uh, so, Leslie, what happened this episode? So, we started Sugar Bakers, as per usual, mm-hmm. and Suzanne has decided they need a big screen TV because <laughs> they, she needs something to do all day while she's here or while they're That's here. Strange. Mary Jo's like, we do have something to do when we're here, Suzanne. Work. We all work. Yeah. And she just laughs. Like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Julia says, Anthony has gone up to pick up Randa Oliver, and it took me like five minutes to get her name. First, I thought I they know. said... Brenda, then I saw, thought they said Branda, yeah. then I realized it's Randa, so I guess her That's, name I is like Miranda. Yeah, Miranda, and I just, weird. Um, Suzanne hates that, that lady, they, mm-hmm. and she says she's going to leave, and Julia's mm-hmm. like, no, you're not. We only All we have to do is just finish her bedroom to her satisfaction, then we get a very large check, which will not be spent on a large screen TV, but rather <laughs> incidentals such as heat, light, and oxygen. Mm-hmm. Oxygen? And Suzanne's like, buy it? Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Sure, you know, those are all things you want." <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yep, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so they arrive, and Julia says, "I don't care how picky and insufferable she is. Nobody is going to say a thing, and that includes you sneezing and saying bitch under your breath." <laughs> Whoa, I can't believe how many like, times I can say bitch on this show. I know it's weird. It's bold. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come in, and it is a child. Oh, an actual child. An actual child who's dressed guessed. like Suzanne. Oh, I loved it. And in like a power suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the child is angry because Anthony did not let her drive. Weird. And Anthony's like, look, I don't care what your chauffeur does. I am not driving around town with a 10-year-old white girl sitting in my lap. It's creepy. Very smart. Yeah. Because that would be creepy. Yeah. Um. And so Mary Jo is talking to Randa and she's like, just, you know, we, we realized you didn't like the sketches before. So these are some more that we've worked on. It's called, we call it French provincial. <laughs> and the little girl hates them. And she's like, yeah. this is just simply unacceptable. And like throws the drawings. Oh my God. Very rude. Yeah. She says she has to go make a tinkle and goes to the powder room. Wow. Um, and Julia is talking about, nope, just like Grin and Barrett. I don't believe in disciplining other people's children. Why, why they even set this up? I don't understand. Yeah. And she's like, like shouldn't like, it be their parents? That, I, mean, I know her parents are involved, but like, shouldn't it be the parents that they're even talking to? It seems really yeah, like they'd be working with why, the daughter. Yeah. Like it, Julia says something to the effect of like the, the mother is off in the South of France mm-hmm. and like made Julia promise that they would design the bedroom like to Randa's liking. Yeah. But still, like, mm, I don't know. I guess the mom just doesn't care. But, yeah. and Suzanne's like, oh, please, Julia, that little girl has to have exactly what she wants as she wants it right away. And, like, yeah. the irony in the situation is completely yep. lost on Suzanne. But yep. not on the audience who no. laughs. <laughs> yes. And, um, and, like, and she says, you know, if people keep letting her get away with it, you know what she's going to grow up to be? And Anthony yeah. says, yeah, you. I'm so glad he said that. <laughs> Me, too. And Julia points out, you know, she's like, oh, you know, poor child. Like, her mother's always away in the South of France. And then Mary Jo 
is goes on a little rant about like why is it always the mother's fault and like <laughs> we assume i could tell when she started this i was like what's going on mary jo? something's happening like, yeah you're projecting yeah and she's like we assume just because her mother's away that randa is this little evil devil child she but is. like mm, she is and she's like well maybe she'd be that way anyway like why do we always blame the mother hmm. and julie's like mary Jo, is there something wrong at your house <laughs> She's like, yeah, Quint got in a little bit of trouble. And they're like, what did he do? And she says, he broke into a house. And it's all my <laughs> fault because we don't have a Nintendo. That scared the crap out of me. I was like, last time I saw him, he was tiny. He was, yeah. Breaking like, into a house. What? Breaking and entering. Mm. And so she explains that one of Quint's friends, Mark, has a Nintendo. And her his mother said that Quint was welcome to come play anytime. Meaning with mark after school. yes yeah um but quint took open that invitation not pretty literally yeah. yeah um so mary jo says he in a nintendo frenzy pried open the window to their basement rec room and set off the alarm like what calling security and she's like you know mark's mother was really nice how did but he even like get there <laughs> I, I don't know like, is maybe mark, he lives like, down in the, the neighborhood street? i hope so <laughs> hopefully <Jeez. laughs> called a cab a broke into somebody's yeah. house <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so funny um, and she's that like the kid's mom was nice but um perhaps she said perhaps it wouldn't have happened if mary joe had been at home and not working mm. and she said it kind of mm. snotty mm. Rude. okay Excuse me. Sorry. Ooh. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that was almost like a share. Oh. <laughs> yes. Uh, Randa comes back and says that their powder room is vulgar. What? I mean, I'm pretty sure they keep it clean. Why? I don't. Yeah. Anyway. What do you mean besides and the toilet? She asks if they had any more ideas while she was gone. She was gone for two minutes. Yeah. To the bathroom. And Mary was like, no, we took that time to lay around and slump off like big old warthogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Randa accuses Suzanne of stealing her candy lipstick. She's what? Like, That's my shade. No. And Julia's like, Suzanne is a grown woman. She did not take your candy lipstick. And then she looks at Suzanne and says, did, did you? you? Mm-hmm. Like, like no. I, Suzanne is petty enough. She would do that just to annoy she her. She would. Yeah. She totally would. Um, Mrs. Philpot calls and still waiting for that unsolved mysteries update. I thought about that. Too. <laughs> um in the meantime, Randa says that since they haven't done anything, she may as well go home and she's like, "Driver," calling to Anthony and he's uh-huh. like, "Randa, my name is Anthony." And she's like, "I know, but I don't like names. I prefer to call people what they are." Ooh. And Anthony's like, "I'm glad we've adopted nope. this policy. That means I can call you." And Julia nope. interrupts him. She's nope. like, "Anthony, nope. don't do it." Hilarious. Um they leave, and Mary Jo says, you know, I just, I don't think she really is a little girl. I think somebody just took Leona Hensley and boiled, <laughs> boiled her. It's <laughs> a great line. Oh, man. It's funny. Um, I thought about that line, like, three times since I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? So what are you talking about? Um, yeah. And then, apparently, Olivia has taken her first steps. Yep. Charlene is sad. She was not there. She missed yeah. it. So she's crying, and apparently has been wrestling with this decision for a while but because she's missing everything like she'll never get this time back and she yeah. doesn't want to work anymore she wants to stay at home with olivia yeah and julia's like no you know just go go home like see her walking um you know we can we can find a temp for if you need some time off like however yeah. long you need and mary joe's yeah. just like in complete denial like no she's not gonna quit um 
Oh, man. She is not okay with this. She no, she has big problems with this. Yeah. Um, and Charlene says she doesn't want to leave them in a lurch, but you know, she wants to be at home and see mm-hmm. Olivia growing up. And so Julia's like, you know, how long do you think you'd want to take? And and Charlene's like, a year. And Mary Jo continues to be in denial. Yeah. Saying, you know, there's no way she's gonna leave or whatever. And then we cut to later. They have found a temp. That's uh, amazing that she could potentially have a year. Yeah. As well. I mean, like, it's interesting. It's come up that she came back too soon in right. this because that's come up before. But that, like, wow, that she could have a job where, where she's just allowed like, yep. a year to be with her daughter and then come Can back. Can you imagine? Oof. Must Jealous. be nice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so later we cut to some dude with a ponytail named Adam. <laughs> uh, Mary Jo is explaining to him how to file the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And she's done, and she's like, do you understand? And he's like, yep. And then she starts to walk away, and he's like, hey, uh, so what do you want me to do with these? Yep. No. That's what she just explained. And so she starts explaining again, and she's mm-hmm. like, you do know the alphabet. And he's like, yeah, why do people keep asking me that? <laughs> I love that. That's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> and then she walks away, and she's talking to Julia, and they look over, and he's singing, he's singing the alphabet song. singing them to know, know the order. To it's come up put- before that I used to think, I didn't, I didn't used to think O was a letter. Has that come up on this before? I thought it was L M N and P. That's what I thought the the alphabet song went. And someone Aww. heard me sing. My one of my brother's friends heard me singing it when I was on the, like the stairs at our house one day. And he was like, "Aaron, wait, sing that again." I was like, "L M N and P." Oh, <laughs> he was cute. like, "No, it's O." <laughs> so he, he retaught me. It was so Aww. funny. Sorry. That's anyway. <laughs> And Julia says, look long and hard, girls. That is the future of our country. Standing oh, over God. there singing the alphabet song. It's gotten worse. It's gotten worse, everybody. It, it gets worse, worse every generation. It always gets that worse. That dude probably has, like, teenagers now. Yeah. Think about it. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. And Suzanne's like, oh, you know, we can get somebody permanent soon. And Mary Jo's like, I don't know, like, why y'all keep saying this. Like, nobody mm-hmm. has to do that. Charlene's going to come back any minute. Like, she's mm-hmm. miserable at home. She misses us. She misses a job. She's miserable. Miserable. And then Charlene comes in with uh-huh. Olivia absolutely glowing. Oh, my gosh. She is so excited. She's so happy. And she came by to cute. make a lunch date for next week. And she mm-hmm. talks about how wonderful things are at home. Mm-hmm. And it's like the best of both worlds. She gets to hang out with them and have lunch. And now she's going to a play group in the park with Olivia's little friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything is great. And then she leaves. And Mary's just like, you see? Miserable. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, and then later... Suzanne has decided she is going to take care of Randa today. And Mary Jo is like, what do you mean? Suzanne says, I'm going to kill her with <laughs> kindness. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it is Suzanne's job to entertain the clients. And today she's going to take her to the mall. Yeah, that um, sounds like but something Anthony, that they could do, you know. Yeah, they could bond over. Yeah. She says that Anthony has to take them because mm-hmm. sometimes there are no close parking spots. So he's just going to have to circle around the mall for a couple of hours. Like, what? Oh, my God. No. Well, he's not your chauffeur. No. Um, and she has even written him a note to give to security when they wonder why a black man is circling around the mall for two hours. That's not right. That's, there's so much wrong with that. Um, and Julia goes up to Adam and she's like, you know, you're not completely unintelligent young man, are you? And he's like, Mm. I don't know. She's (laughs) like, look, if you applied yourself a little more, your opportunities could be limitless. You could be anything. And he's like, you're like president of the United States. And she's like, man, your case may be vice president. Oh, I don't know even about that. 
I'm not sure about that. No. Um, and then she goes back over to Mary Jo. She's like, he's got to go. Yeah. And Mary Jo's like, what do you suggest? And she's like, well, I suggest we go over to Charlene's and we beg her to come back. We crawl and cry and roll around on the floor. You know, something like that. And Mary Jo's mm. like, we'll work on it in the car. Mm. And they go over to Charlene's. And uh, Mary Jo comes in. And she's like, oh, no, we've interrupted a crucial moment in the soap opera. And she's joking about, you know, all this stuff, staying home. And Julia goes straight to the crib and, like, or the, the so playpen and picks up cute. Olivia. Yeah. And it's time for her apple juice. And Julia asks if she can give it to her. It's very yeah. cute. Yeah. That was really cute. And then, which leaves Mary Jo and Charlene alone. Uh-oh. And obviously, this is a tense situation. I didn't um, realize that they had set up for this that with, with Mary Jo, you know, feeling weird about being not being there for her children, mm-hmm. and being so in denial of Charlene leaving. I I kind of like didn't see home. that this was tension building, you know. Yeah, and she's like, you know, Julian, I just came over to talk to you about like coming back to work, and Charlene's like, you know, this is, all of this isn't really working out how I planned it, but I still want to do it. And she said, like, all the women in the neighborhood keep, like, using her. And they're like, oh, since you're going to be home anyway, can you do all this stuff? Like, anything from having their UPS packages delivered here uh-huh. to, like, checking on cats and every other thing. Uh-huh. And she's like, you know, I have stuff to do. I have stress. And Mary Jo, very sarcastically, is like, yeah, deciding between Phil and Oprah is hellish. And Charlene's like, look, I know you're not meaning to do this, but you're really hurting my feelings. I, I really am glad that she said that. Yeah, because it, like... It, she it was, was like, much. belittling yeah. what she's doing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm just joking around. Like, have you lost your sense of humor since you haven't been working? And she's like, Mary Jo, I am working. Mm. And she's like, you know, how would you feel if I said something like that? Like, maybe if you haven't been working so much, Quint wouldn't have gotten in trouble. And she, like, immediately regrets Ooh, saying that. Oh, my God. And Mary Jo gets real pissed off. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look, I don't have a rich husband. I don't have a husband at all. I don't have a choice. Like, work is not a hobby that I can just pick up and put down. And Charlene's like, you know, so you really, th- you think like I'm a rich old frump or something? Mm. And Mary Jo's like, look, I have to earn a living. And then she walks out and Julia's trying to console Charlene. And Charlene is crying and everybody is upset. Yeah. And then we cut to later and... Julia and Mary Jo come back in and they ask Adam where Anthony and Suzanne are and he's like who I'm like there are five people that work there including him and he doesn't even know two of their names (laughs) this is a problem (laughs) poor guy Uh, Anthony comes in looking mad as hell yes and oh then it gets worse Suzanne like Julia's like where's Suzanne and then she comes in looking like she's been in a bar fight and lost oh my god I love it her hair I did not know I was like what is happening it's so great (laughs) and then Julia's like what is going on where is Randa and then Randa comes in looking like she also lost a bar fight and Julia's like I want to know what happened and they're both like she started it Mm -hmm. like they're both 10 years old yes um and Suzanne explains that they were in the mall and there was a cart. Um, they fought over a necklace. Yeah, um, with lapis they, lazuli. <laughs> yeah, like it, it broke in half and Randa yep. fell into the reflecting pool. Yeah. And Randa was like, she pushed me. And Suzanne's like, no, I would never push that child into a reflecting pool. I would push her into something much deeper. It's horrible. And then when Suzanne reached down to help her out, she like grabbed Suzanne's hair and, and like, I was like, oh, that's it. why. She said, like, her hair piece and she threw it into, yeah. like, a tree. And I was like, oh, that's yes. what's happening right now. <laughs> and then Anthony's like, I can finish the story. Then they got on the floor and beat the tar out of each other. Oh, my God, children. Which 
that's all right. Security yeah. had to break it up, and he's like, maybe you should have written a note for yourself, Suzanne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then both of them are claiming it was the other one's fault, and Julia's like, I've had it, Suzanne. I'll deal with you later. Randa, I don't believe in disciplining other people's children, but um, I'm going to make an exception. I do believe in disciplining unruly clients. Like from yes. now on, she's like grabs her collar. She's like, you're going to straighten up and fly right, including like being nice and polite and showing appreciation for our work and respecting your elders. Meanwhile, Suzanne is making faces at her. Yeah, behind from behind Julia. Julia. Yeah. Like a 10 year old. Yes. Um, and Julia is like, that is to say your mental elders and looks mm-hmm. at Suzanne. Mm-hmm. And then Randa all of a sudden is like, okay. And she's like, okay. And she's like, yes, ma'am. And she just like turns polite just at a second. Instantly. And yeah. And Julia's like, you know, why have you been giving us such a hard time? And Randa says, you know, I thought that's the way you're supposed to treat decorators. Mama mm-hmm. told Miss Walker that you have to be tough with them. Otherwise, they'll just sit around on their big butts. I heard her say it. Mm-hmm. She said that they'll also cheat you if you don't watch them. And she says that about the cleaning lady, too. And she, like, Randa always says, please and thank you to the cleaning lady. And her mom told her not to do it. And she's like, but I like the cleaning lady. And Julia tells her, nope, you keep on, you keep on saying please and thank you, that cleaning lady, even if your mom doesn't. Yeah. And Julia says, you know, I've forgotten that children don't learn what we teach them. They learn what we show them. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo says, did I ever tell you why I didn't ask for alimony? And Julia's like, no, we just assumed. And Suzanne interrupts her and says that you were stupid. <laughs> oh, Suzanne. She's got and alimony from everybody. All the people. So mm-hmm. much alimony. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Jo's like, no, because of what you just said. Like, kids learn what you show them. And I wanted to show my kids that when you get knocked down, you don't have to rely on other people to pick yourself back up. You pick your own self back up. And she says, I knew that that would mean I couldn't be around them as much if I made that decision. But I wanted to show them that I've been a good mother. Angela I don't like, think you... that that receiving alimony or child support means that. Oh, I guess she does no. have child support, but not alimony, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I ah, think you okay. have a certain amount, like for okay. the kids, but nothing like for her. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> I was like, I don't <laughs> think child support means you're not you're you're not accepting help from other. Like you're holding someone accountable if you accept right. child support. You know, yeah, alimony is different. You're right. And uh, Julia's like, you've been a great mother and a great decorator. Mm-hmm. Mary just like she like echoes that and a great decorator she's like now I just need to work on being a better friend so she yes. goes back to Charlene's and Charlene's like oh you caught me at a good time you know Phil and Oprah are over and Knott's Landing doesn't come on for a few hours uh-huh. and she says that Bill's upstairs giving Olivia her bath and Charlene is making a quilt out of all the old baby clothes that Olivia's already outgrown which is I so love cute. that that's a so really cute. good idea yeah and then um, she said that one of the neighbors offered her $200 to do one for her son. Mm-hmm. And then she also to- told Charlene she made the right decision to stay at home. Like, she secretly disapproved of her before. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, no, you know, maybe she didn't mean it like that. Like, it's so hard these days. Like, whatever choice a, mother's make, a mother makes, she feels guilty about it. Mm-hmm. And when you feel guilty, you feel like the whole world is judging you, whether they know you or not. Mm-hmm. And Charlene's like, yeah. Bill and I went to this party the other night, and the lady asked me what I did, and I said, I work. I work in the home. I'm raising a baby. It's just about the most important work you can do. You think I overreacted? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mary was like, meh, just a tad. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I got, you know, I got to come up with a better answer to that question that's, like, accurate, but also shows that I chose my life carefully, and I weighed mm-hmm. all my options, and she just goes on and on and on. 
And Mary Jo's like, Charlie, you know how to do all that. And she's like, thank goodness that was going to be a hard one. (laughs) And Mary Jo says, you know, there are always going to be people who think that stay-at-home moms are lazy or dumb. Mm -hmm. And people who think that working mothers are selfish yuppies. Like, we can't worry about those people. What we've got to do is these stay-at-home moms and these 9-to-5 moms is, like, not turn on each other and, you know, be really good friends. And Mary Jo apologizes and says that she took all the stress that she's been having with Quint out on her and that wasn't fair. And Charlene's like, I've got a f- confession to make. I was watching that soap opera when y'all came over the other day. <laughs> She's like, I'm just that. starved for adult conversation. There's yeah. nothing wrong. Enjoy your soap opera. And Mary Jo's like, well, I've got something for you. And Charlene's like, what is it? And Anthony comes oh, in no. with this giant box with the arrows pointing so in the wrong way. So funny. And he's like, it's just something we like to call hernia in a box. I knew what it was as soon as they opened it. I was like, oh, my God, look at that mess. It's a giant computer from yeah. 1990. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you know, this doesn't solve all your problems, but we got one for the office and we can hook them together. <laughs> Internet. Uh, think about that. We can hook them together. Think about. Hook them together. 1990. The phone like what? Oh, my we God. We did not have Internet in my house until no. 19. No, until like 2000. Yeah. 1999 or 2000 was when yeah. we got the first Internet on the phone line. Yeah. It might not even be that's what she exactly meant. I don't know. What did they yeah. do before internet? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but she's like, but you can do a lot of your paperwork from home. And Charlene's like, can we afford this? And then Adam is like, hey, look, they printed the arrows upside down. And Mary oh Jo's like, God. I think the real question is, can we afford that? No. Um, and they're like, nope, you don't know, don't worry about it, Charlene. Like, well, it's fine. And they pick it up to start carrying it out. And Charlene's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, maybe we can work something out. Mm-hmm. Mary Jo's like, Adam, he's like, I'm fired, aren't I? And she's like, not fired, just let go. And so he lets go <laughs> of his side of the I'm box, so leaving Anthony with the other half and what? like falling over and screaming in pain I can't believe. because it's the heaviest thing that's ever existed. Oh, my God. And then there's credits. It makes me think about I used to have like a, a desktop computer um, when I was in. So I graduated high school in 2002 and I had a computer that my mom had bought me, I think, like, my junior or sophomore year of high school. Or I got, like, one handed down to me or something like that. I don't remember why I had a computer. But um, uh, I took it to college. And I remember this monitor being, like, the heaviest thing on the <laughs> planet. And I had to – I think I moved, like – five times in a year after that and every time I took the computer and I was like dying I was like I hate this thing I hate carrying this monitor around and then and maybe a reason why I didn't have a computer for a while like after that finally died I just I think I didn't have a computer for like eight years because I was like I can't deal it's too heavy (laughs) and then the next one was a laptop I was like thank god I can't carry this shit anymore it was too too much heavy it was like an IBM you know like a big a beige box yep. that was just full of nonsense it was so heavy so <laughs> i hear you anthony i hear you it was heavy um i also really impressed that you know it's 28 years later and this is still an issue for women yeah um, like being working mother being versus stay-at-home mother and no matter right. what you do you're going to be judged and the judgment that comes no matter what yeah 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 and even like when like let's say like women in hollywood that like are able to make a show of doing both like they have help you know yeah. and that like sometimes whether they have help or not they're still being judged so right like, geez, still being judged. you cannot win you can't win all, 
People just love nope. judging women. That's all. They do. That's so stupid. I don't even so know. So stupid. Did you have a favorite outfit? I had a couple. So did okay. you have one? Do you want to talk about yours? Yeah, I had I had one, so I can go first. I like Charlene's at the beginning, mm-hmm. that it was just it was a monochromatic a purple long sweater, we would say. <laughs> like a long, <laughs> long cardigan over a dress. It was all purple. There were stripes involved. She did the classic 80s, 90s, 90s thing of taking out her earring when she put answered the phone yes because it's so big to uh, to hear about the the steps that um oh shit what's her baby's name again olivia olivia god sorry a moment that to hear about olivia's first steps and um yeah it was it was great it just looked kind of comfortable it did it was a good outfit yeah what was yours um, so my first one was Suzanne after her fight. <laughs> oh my god, I know. With that like just... sunflower scarf, I totally was I knew you Yeah, like that. so she yeah. has on like this like really light um yellow blazer and like a normal just black tight skirt. But mm-hmm. yeah, she has that sunflower scarf which is like dangling now great. down her chest because it's come undone. Mm-hmm. Her sleeve is half ripped, her hair is all over the it's place. That was the thing, as I'm I was like, when did she get so much hair? And then I yeah. was like, Oh, it's a hair piece. Oh, okay. It's yeah, they got <laughs> yanked out. <laughs> oh man. And then my other one was um, Mary Jo's at the very end when she went to apologize to Charlene. Oh, yeah. It's also like very pale yellow, but mm-hmm. she has on this blouse, this white blouse underneath, and it's got like baggy sleeves. So it's like cuffed, but then there's like all this fabric right above it on her wrist. Like it's too yeah. big for her. Like what's Comes happening? up to like, I don't know, her eyeballs. It's like very <laughs> high necked. And then the overtop is like oh, a, man. like a, some sort of really blousey vest. Yeah. That's yellow and then the pants match. It's a good look. <laughs> I have a weird like sense memory for like not breathable fabrics and like too much air conditioning <laughs> from this uh, time yeah. period. Like I yeah. just remember like there's so many layers. It was like rayon and stuff and it was and I was like cold a lot. 40 degrees <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> it's so strange. That's why you had to have all the non-breathable layers because yeah, uh, you had you to keep yourself insulation. warm. <laughs> mess oh my goodness well that was our uh, episode huh that yep that's our episode leslie where can people find us all over the internets we are the girls who came to sugar breakers on itunes and our Podbean site we are sugar breaker girls pretty much everywhere else including facebook twitter instagram tumblr youtube pinterest if you like us please take a moment to rate and review on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts it does help and thanks for listening and welcome to our new listeners we've gotten a bunch that have found hey. us through twitter i think mainly recently so that's cool hey everybody you're thanks probably not listening to this us. right now but <laughs> <laughs> but we're still grateful that you're checking us out yeah this show still matters people still watch it Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, yeah, sorry. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh we'll talk we'll to talk you next to time. You. Yeah, we'll see you yeah. then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well <laughs> National Day of the Cowboy. Oh, okay. Is it, is it can it be a cow person? Does it have to be a boy? It should be a cow person. <laughs>